Welcome to another episode of To Serve With Love. I'm Brenda Flores Robles, and my guest today is Stephanie Campos, creator of Latinas Create. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you for having me. I'm glad you're here. So I want to talk to you about Latinas Create. What was it like growing up Latina? Well, I grew up in Dallas, Texas. So being from Texas yourself, I'm sure you know that it's a interesting place to say the least. One, it's the South. Two, it's chalked with systemic racism that led to a lot of my personal experiences. So for me, I didn't speak Spanish. So I was never Mexican enough, never American enough, but yet mm -hmm. I was a third generation Latina. So it was very interesting. Um, but luckily my last name is Campos and one of the TV stations, ABC had a uh, Gloria Campos. And so she was a well-known TV anchor. So for me, I always saw my identity in that. And so no matter no. how anybody questioned it, I would always just be like, oh, I'm like Gloria Campos. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So why did you create um, Latinas Create? Yeah, so for me, I, I remember having like an epiphany moment. I, I think like everybody who's a creator can kind of pinpoint, right? But for me, it was, I literally just thought, man, Latinas create. <laughs> I, I was just like my bunny trail. And so I looked for the website and it wasn't taken. I looked for the Instagram. Somebody had made one, but it was dormant. And I thought, I need that. I need to make this. These are mm -hmm. such basic words, such fundamental truth or such fundamental truth and it's yeah. not out there so i'm gonna i'm gonna make it for people to uh, be able to show themselves and for me i only saw like federal like and me too right and, and yeah. now as i'm creating latinas create i'm finding so many more large accounts that i never had seen myself so it's yeah it's been this crazy kind of journey but it's one that every day i'm kind of realizing why i created it a little bit more Awesome. I love Latinas Create. Thank That's you, where I get you. my inspiration from every day. Thank you. Well, I'm chock full. I just, my father was a teacher, my mom was a teacher. And so I just was always raised on all these little uh, kernels of wisdom. And so for me, I know that it's hard. It's hard right now. Everyone mm -hmm. is, is emotionally, you know, dealing with things no matter where you're at, where, you know, it, it's inevitable. And so I just have always wanted to be positive. I want to be a light for people because the darkness is very real. And we are such lights within ourselves that when you can recognize it in someone else, it's easier to stay, you know, above water. That's right. So what are some stereotypes um, that you have encountered? Uh, well, not knowing Spanish, I mean, I think, <laughs> obviously I don't have an accent really of any mm -hmm. kind. And so people would say, are you sure you're not mixed? You know, uh, oh, well, of course you're smart. You're not really Latina. Like, I don't think anyone ever really said that, but I definitely felt it. I definitely felt that privilege of being, you know, able to go into a room, not being judged, to be able to blend in. And I never... I never consciously tried to be that. I never consciously tried to be othered. I just mm -hmm. was, and I accepted it. And it wasn't until uh, I was in high school that I was pointed out as Latina, and I had to make, try to make this choice. Am I going to sit at the lunch table with my people that I'm being marginalized, that I've never talked to, or am I gonna keep trying to fit into something that isn't for me? 
So, yeah, I mean, I kind of lost him in the question. <laughs> Stereotypes, right? Yes. Like, who do people tell you you are versus who you 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 trying to be? Oh, I know. When I was uh, pregnant and I was working, I worked all the way till a couple of days before I got pregnant. The manager told me that um, I should be at home. You know, and I, I just felt so bad when he said that. Yeah, I mean, people don't realize how ingrained implicit bias is, and so they just speak, and they don't they don't see the impact because they're not ever told otherwise. You know, I mean, it's, that's why it's up to us to really, as hard as it is, a lot of times you're so stunned. I mean, I think about those moments in my life. I couldn't have, and I probably haven't stood up, stood up for myself because you're like, uh, uh, and you just walk away, and the, but then yeah. if you. When you process it, like, wait a second, that was really racist. Yes, and then you want to go back. And then you're like, you can't find them. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's like, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Move on. <laughs> That's right. We just move on. So why is creating so important to you? Well, I think that when I think about creation, it's an, it's an outward representation of who you are inside. Mm -hmm. And when I think about legacy, it's we could all be gone tomorrow. Let's hope we have very long, healthy lives, but it's a reality. And I want to face my reality. And mm -hmm. I want to see what I was doing when I was done. <laughs> you know? Yes. So I understand. Kind of, you know, at, at the core of it is I want to always make sure that I'm putting out like, my light so that people say she, she was a light. <laughs> yes, I love that. I love that because you've created before. Yes. Right? Yes. So majority of your life has been in creation. Yeah. Well, I I went to school for communications and I thought I always wanted to be a voice for the voiceless. In middle school, I decided to pick public relations as a career. I had an internship in high school with PR. I started my own public relations and digital marketing agency. Um, and, and for me, I've always found validation in in, in linguistics and words and being eloquent and knowing that that can change people's life and change people's action, hearts and yeah. minds. It can motivate people to action. And, and it's, it's such a superpower that, um, you know, I think most people are scared to create a lot of times because it's your, it's your vulnerability, right? It's like, here, here's my heart. Please don't stop mm -hmm. on it, but you can have mm -hmm. it for free, but don't hurt it, but it's yours. <laughs> you <know>? Oh, yes. <laughs> I love that, Stephanie. So here are some quotes that I um, that touched me some way from your site, okay? So remember that you are creating for nothing. You're building a legacy and living your truths. Mm -hmm. so, and I vowed to never, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no. I'm reading the same quote. Okay. And then I, there's another one. I said, I vowed to never be a gatekeeper to my own community. That's a big one. Yeah, yeah. So, so the first thing when I think about living your truth, right, it goes back to like you, you feel something inside, you know, you have a calling, maybe you listen to it, or you don't, but it's your truth. And when I think about being a gatekeeper, I, I, I think all of us, unless you have really, really, you know, rich parents and know a lot of people, have mm -hmm. had someone who's not giving you a shot, who you have gotten yourself to the front door, and they've closed it in your face. I mean, quite literally, my first job out of college, I walked into the front door of a food uh -huh. bank and said, I want to work for you. And they said, we don't take walk-ins. But yet I got the job. So, uh <laughs> you know, I have been a fighter and I will always 
take no as a not now. And I will keep breaking down the barriers because, uh, you know, I think like my father went to law school and I, he was, I was raised with his tellings of 2% of Latinas go to law school, let's graduate, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you can't and you shouldn't do whatever you want to do. And the world is going to tell you it's not for you, but forget them. They're not the ones living your life. So when I think about if someone's going to come to me with all of their passion and all of their anxieties and say, can you help me? Of course, of course I can. Because what else is life if not giving someone else a, a hand back, you know? That's right. I love that. I love what you said. Great advice. <laughs> and then there's another one that you posted today. <laughs> if you don't use your voice, someone else will write the words for you. Yeah, well, this is multi-layered for me in my thinking. I mean, one, voting is coming up, right? I mean, let's just call it like it is. We have so many issues in our community, and we have so much power. There is power in numbers. There is power in education, and we have it. So let's use it, because if we don't, if we become complacent and so angry that we close our eyes, then those decisions will be made for us. So we see it time and time again with the children at the border. They're sitting there right now, right? And we have people fighting for them and we don't have enough eyes on it. There's so many issues, you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez being, you know, called a a bitch. It's like these words, Mm -hmm. it's hard even for me to say, right? But the words are powerful. I keep going back to that because I've also, I've shared something on my timeline today or my my stories that said, you know, a woman that writes is feared. And it's true. I mean, if you can talk someone, you can talk someone out of their idiocracy and really show them like, you know what, you may have your opinion, but here's an eloquent description of why you're wrong. It's like punching them to the face. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. It's so funny that you said that. <laughs> I try. I try. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you come up with your ideas? You know, it's so funny. I, I'm a talker and I am, I, a lot of times I say, okay, I want to write something today and I'll mm-hmm. put my fingers on the computer and it just comes out. I know it's crazy. It's like, what? But <laughs> I'll be honest, like throughout this journey, I have really, you know, my, my grandmother was a, a beautician in Mathis, yes. Texas. And this was in a time when there was segregation and, you know, again, Texas, right? But she was a, a a business owner and I think about my ancestors think about all of our ancestors and if you listen they are there so I say she guides me oh that's so great (laughs) so what is some advice you would give some Latinas uh I mean there's so much advice for Latinas in general (laughs) don't listen to the naysayers don't listen to the haters don't let anyone steal your thunder don't let anyone take from you what you know which is that you're powerful and you're capable and you have all of the answers inside or you have access to resources to get there you have a community behind you ask for help lift others up and be nice and be nice is very important especially when you're in business because they'll always remember you (laughs) how you treated them I just, I just think that there's too many assholes out there. I don't need to be one, you know, and I don't need to associate with them. So I don't. <laughs> so what do you think about um, Latinas who don't um, 
pass the baton? I think that it's their prerogative. I think that our society has set women up to kick ourselves against each other, to say there's only one seat at the table, to say you're here and you're welcome. And it's BS. And if you have to fight against it and you may lose people along the way and it's not an easy conversation, it's a lot easier said than done. And I honestly, I've seen some of those Latinas as I got get to certain levels in life who then do open the door, right? Because, oh, now you're mm-hmm. about me. Now I see you. And I reach out to, I won't name them here, yes, but some people who ha- don't have these followings, and, but mm-hmm. who are well known and they have not replied. And I'm okay with that because I understand that they have to live their truth. And at the end of the day, the, the Latinas that do help each other are going to sleep better at night. And they'll go far. Yeah, you're going to succeed together. It's lonely at the top. It's not fun succeeding when you don't have anyone to share it with. Beautifully said, Stephanie. (laughs) (laughs) So where can they find you? Yeah, at latinas.create and latinascreate.org. Um, you know, if you want to write a blog, I love, I, I invite people to contribute. Um, we have a couple of students that are going to come up the pipeline to do that. So that's exciting. If you want to be featured, if you have a business, you can reach out. Um, yeah. Awesome. So I know I've noticed that on your website, you have pins that you're selling. Yes. So I have these, I'm like, let me see if you can get a little closer. I'm like, so these are girl power pins. Um, yeah, but these are really more, these are so that people can say, I'm, I'm part of this community, you know, I am a proud woman. It's not, of course, you know, there's money involved, but it's low margins. <laughs> you know, it's more because <laughs> I think it's fun. I love giving gifts. I love being great. Me too, I love to give. Mm-hmm. I love being connected. And I've honestly, I've made so many friendships through selling things now because people are like, oh, they're so cute. And, you know, I'm writing personal notes to people's friends and people are going oh. through breakups. And, you know, oh, I'm going to give this to my girlfriend. What's her spirits? Like, that's what it's all about. For me, it's like I started following accounts and seeing that they were selling these beautiful, like, holographic bags and seeing like scrunchies and pens and I thought let me do that (laughs) so let me do it you know if I see something and it makes me twinge like like, I can do that I'm Mm -hmm. going to or you know or if I really want to like it's gonna happen yeah so what's your t-shirt oh so this I'm actually not selling it right now but it's just my logo and I really, I just made it for myself. For me, I love when I have something new to be able to rock it. I mean, if people want it, feel free to DM me and we can work it out. But, you know, I think <laughs> I'm having um, my, my t-shirt designs because they are, they are motivational quotes. So in the future, you know, in the next six months to a year, I plan on having more of my swag, my Spanglish swag. Um, because I always buy it from like Me Too and Federal Like, and I'm like, I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, take over. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you, Stephanie, for coming to on with love. I really appreciate it. I love your energy. I love your inspiration. Thank and you. keep rocking, girl. Thank you so much. Back <laughs> at you. Thank you for having me. Bye, everyone. Thank you for watching. <laughs>